0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Midnight Movie Confessionals. I'm your host Scott. Welcome back. It has been quite the turbulent 2023, but I decided to watch something. that was not as turbulent for me, and kind of got me a little tipsy. But it was worth the tipsiness, if you ask me. The movie I'm about to talk about is the 20 the 2007, not the 2020. How the hell am I getting 2020 mixed up? But anyways, it is the 2007 film, Super Bad. The film that is directed by Greg Mottola, starring uh, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Michael Cera, Marco Isaac, Emma Stone, and was written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And these are the guys that is and was directed by Greg Mottola, produced by John Apatow, and a few others. This is the film that helped, I think, make Greg Mottola a little bit of a bigger name and helped Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill be bigger names. As they are now. And is one of the funniest movies of 2007 I could think of off the top of my head. Now, why am I talking about this movie? Well, I decided to watch this movie just because I've been having a really rough 2023. If you heard my last podcast, I wasn't doing too well. But I decided to get really just... Not blind drunk, but do a bit of a dumb challenge. Involving the little special feature on the Blu-ray here called The Supermater. Where... It has three categories about everything, which is perf- profanity, and curse words, general gen- genital, sexual references, and innuendo, and then the name McLovin. It's just fun, just because it's fun to say. But I basically, all you have to do is sit back and watch the numbers rise, I guess you're bad enough to handle it. I was. I did this where I was going to watch it, and basically every time someone said McLovin or, wa- or say the word Gold Slick... The vodka that's used in this movie, I was going to have a sip of this Champagne supernova cocktail that I made, which was just Red Bull and Blue None, uh Sparkling German wine, which is with uh, sparkling white wine, sugar, silver dioxide, natural peach flavor, and the 24-carat cold Anyways, basically it stars Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill, and two best friends named Seth and Evan. These two are friends from school that have been friends forever since high school, like since literally elementary school, but basically they've been friends for a long time and they've been wanting to do something together for a long, they've been wanting to do something that they didn't expect to do at all, but they decided to do it overall anyways, they decided, because they're high school seniors who are about to go off to different colleges, Seth is paired with a a girl that he really likes named Jules and he decides to um, talk to her a little bit and say um yeah I, like you going you have a party going on right i want to i want to hang out there and he does so but when he does it he uh finds himself unintentionally mentioning it to uh Evan and Maroki is a high, is home my uh partner but basically these two all are like whatever they're going to go to a party their friend Fogel shows up and Fogel as dumb as he is, decides to stare at some random chick and says, "Oh, we're gonna go. To, we're gonna miss you going to college, like uh, college, or whatever." But anyways, like they basically say whatever about it, he basically says, "I'm um, like Fogel says he's basically obtaining you know, a fake ID," and they say, "Hey, maybe you can get some fake liquor for this party, like well, some liquor for this party that we're gonna go to. Maybe you could join us too on the on the trip as well." They decide to try to do so. And. Seth promises to buy alcohol because of Fogle, and Evan decides to do the same for Becca, his love interest, and he offers to buy her a specific bottle of vodka called cool Slick. And for the party. And despite their the issue with the ideally only having the name McLovin, great now I have another now I have another I have to have another drink because I'm saying McLovin. It just has the one name. Even Evan says, who are you, Seal? Like, how, like I don't think many kids my age knew who the hell Seal was. But anyways, like, they say whatever. They try to get uh, liquor. He's knocked out at the last second by a robber. When the police officers show up, they think that he's getting arrested when he's not. They, in fact, find themselves um, giving him a ride to the party. And uh, Seth Seth gets hit by a car because he was just so upset about everything. He finds himself talking to this guy named Francis, who is the driver of the car, and promises to take him to another party where they can get alcohol. Meanwhile, the officers Slater and Michaels, played by Bill Hader and Seth Rogen respectively, uh, take... Fogel, on a ride along and bond with him, despite being on duty. They also start drinking, use their sirens properly, shoot at a stop sign. They do a bunch of dumb shit that is just like, they would have been fired by now. Like they would have been fired. Like it just it just doesn't make sense. We're at the party, says to fill his laundry detergent with balls in the basement with alcohol as he finds and well, he finds in the fridge and dances with a drunk Jacinda who stains his leg with menstrual blood. Also, Ben high on cocaine make Evan sing these eyes for them. I think this is a song by the Guess Who, I think. Yeah, it's a song by the Guess Who, but it's whatever to me. And as they're about to leave, they're confronted by Mark, the fiance of Jacinda, who has a brawl and suit. Because of that, she calls the police. Seth and Evan escape. They both are Arguing about the whole situation about going to a different college, they confront one another. He like Seth gets hit by the same car that are driven by Slater and Michaels, who are both completely gone with the wind drunk more than I am. Um, they make uh, the Fogle comes out with the car smoking and makes they make a run like Evan makes a run for it while Seth and Fogle escape with the booze. They all eventually find themselves on a bus where this bomb from earlier at this bar that Michaels and Slater and McLovin went to to stop some whatever-the-hell hold-up or disme- dis- domestic dispute. They show up. He takes off. He hits, like... He starts an issue with, uh, like, Fogle, Seth, and Evan. And they eventually make their way to the party after the, like, It doesn't help that the booze was... The booze, the booze bottle was broken, and they go to the party... They arrive at the party. Fogel inadvertently reveals that he and Evan are rooming together at college at Dartmouth uh, University. I think I don't know where the hell that is. It's an it sounds like an Ivy League school, but Seth is going to state college, so he's kind of on his own. They get mad at one another. Seth's stories of the night make him popular. Beckham wants to have sex with Evan, which he, res- he respects her too much to go through with it because she's drunk. Fogel impresses Nicola, a student at school that he's attracted to, and goes upstairs to have sex with her. While Seth uh, tries to kiss Jules, but she turns him down because he's drunk and she doesn't drink either. He believes he's ruined any chance of ha- having anything with her and passes out. invertedly, accidentally, mind you, headbutting her and giving her a black eye. And Slater and it bust the party up because of a new complaint, whatever. So you see Seth wake up, escape with and Evan, ca- carrying Evan, no less. Slater interrupts Fogle and Nicola Butler when they're about to just do it. Causing her to run off, Slater gets angry at Fogel, but Michael says, "Hey, you just interrupted him trying to have sex," and they apologize, they reconcile, but then they also say, "Hey, we knew you weren't twenty five, Fogle. We knew it. Like not like they played along only because they wanted to show like the show that cost can have fun too. To make it up to them, they arrest they arrest him to make him look like a badass, and they resume their bonding. Eventually, destroying the car with a, with a Molotov cocktail, and Fogel after the Molotov hits the car." shoots it with Slater's gun, which I'm going to say is going to make them look worse off if, when the story, like, when, they're, uh, when their superior probably shows up and asks what the hell happened. But anyways, that is Fogel's story wrapped up. Like, we don't really find out what happens to him after the fact, which kind of makes me a little sad. But honestly, that's not a big deal. It's more or less a story about Seth and Evan. These two are... Do whatever they return to Evans Seth reveals to Evan that due to seeing He saw housing forms at his house three weeks earlier And learns that Evan and Fogle were rooming together the whole time He doesn't really care Evan only admits that he didn't want to room with Fogle But he was afraid to live with strangers And he apologized before reconciling The next day they go to the mall Where he's trying to buy uh, Where Seth's trying to buy jeans or whatever And um, They run into Jules and Becca Becca and Seth both apologize for their Drunken behavior the previous night the boys pair off girls. Seth takes to go uh, takes Jules to go buy concealer for her black eyes. so she doesn't worry about it for uh, the uh, commencement ceremony. And Evan and Becca leave to go buy comforters. One of which is to reply, replace the one that she ruined by vomiting on it at uh, Jules' house. And we just kind of see Jules and Ev- like uh, Seth just kind of walking along in the mall. Doing whatever, and that just kind of ends the movie, and it, it, it it's kind of sad a little bit because we don't see what happens to like Vogel and Michaelson Slater, and I have some ideas about what could have happened, but I don't really care to try and honestly put that on the paper or any shit like that because there's no point. All right, it it's over and done with. It's whatever. It's just it's just it's just um. It's whatever. Anyways, it's just like it's a little sad, but at the end, with end credits going, I watched it all the way through, and I remember hearing when Appetite Productions shows up, the logo for it shows up, I hear my uh, Jonah Hill saying, "I love you," and maybe it's, I don't know if it's an, a message to the audience or maybe it's just a message to uh, to Evan. I don't know, but all I know is it's a nice little send-off for the movie, and it's special, and it it ends on a good note a little bit, I guess, but at the same time, I don't know how this is meant to end. All I know is that, um, it ends on a, if I'm honest, it ends in a good way, maybe. I gotta say, this movie gets an 8 out of 10. Hands down. I know another movie that I need to watch is Bullet Train, and that's one movie I will probably get to soon. I know this movie is also on Amazon Prime. You could buy it, or you could easily, if you don't want to buy it, um, I think it's also on iTunes. Okay, it's, where it is right now, is on, it's on Vudu, it's on Google Play, it's on Amazon Instant Video, it's on iTunes, it's also on Amazon Prime. And right now, you could buy it outright on Amazon Prime if you really wanted to or not. Um, but if you want to watch it, I say try and watch it with the 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 director's commentary after you've seen it the first time. I don't care how old you are. If you're well past the age of thirteen, go watch it. Okay, like you owe it to yourself. This movie is six is sweet sixteen. It's a it's a teenager. Like you owe it to yourself to watch a dumb movie and watch how two like a good couple like decent comedians like do shit you know what i mean like they do they try and do the most dumbest things ever to try and have like sex and it's just it's just it's, that's what's funny about it all right it's a movie that just it just works i don't know how else to say it but i would say if you are a fan of paladine nights or even adventureland or even declared in freaks and freaks Geeks, you'll probably love this movie if you're a fan of the 40-year-old virgin, you'll probably love this movie just as much if you ask me. If you're not really a fan of teenage, coming-of-age dramas, then don't even watch it then. If you are, if you haven't even seen a coming-of-age drama and you're already well past your teenage years and you're an adult, you owe it to yourself to watch this movie, okay? You you owe it to yourself. I'm watching it I'm 30, okay? I'm watching a movie that I haven't seen in a good while. I think the last time I saw it was the first time I bought this sucker on DVD, which was Two years ago maybe. I don't remember how long it's been since I bought it. But I remember I bought it a couple years ago. And it still works. Okay. It's still a good movie to watch. It's enjoyable. It definitely has its moments of being stupid. But it's funny. I will definitely say it's not one you should miss. But if you haven't seen it yet. Go watch it. Alright. Those are my thoughts on Superbad. What's next for me? I don't know. Besides probably watching... A Bullet Train Redux. Because I have not... I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about with that movie review. And I don't even want to try and remember what the hell I was talking about during that movie review. I was just so out of it when I saw that movie. So I will try and watch it again. In the near future. But that'll be a different time. Until then, next... Until then, everyone... All you folks out there, all my cinephiles out there, this is Scott signing out and fucking transmission. Hmm.